We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome into the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. I am Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire, joined on this Sunday, June 13th by Ryan Belangi to talk about Monday's three-game Euro slate. Uh, Ryan, I feel like these first two slates, we got lucky where we were like, oh, we've got an easy play and we plug him in and we move from there. Turns out one of them was playing uh, center back today, but uh, thankfully David Alaba still still uh, came good. This Monday slate is ugly. Oh, yeah. Do you remember a couple of days ago when we told everybody how fun Euros was going to be? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first day we we had Osimo win $100,000 playing playing a sub. Yep. Um, and today we touted Alaba as just the lock of all locks, and he starts at center back. Um, he got there um, with an assist. That, that was nice. But, uh, yeah, this slate, this slate's going to be – I don't know what the word for this slate is is yet. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, is there anyone that you actually want to play? Uh, I th- I think there might be one, and I'm not like thrilled about it. But I I think there's one. But it's not that this isn't uh, the easy Alaba play as as much as Alaba uh, is a results uh, process over results situation. Since the I think I think it was Pew tweeted it like I don't think. He, Alba has ever played center back uh, for Austria. My brother, yeah, my brother sent me the same text. Eighty-one games for Austria. I think he said never, never once at center back. <laughs> and so. and the worst was somebody was pointing out he was playing in the middle of the three center backs. Like there was just no wing play whatsoever. I, somebody unbelievable. Yeah, there was a heat map that I saw on Twitter where like the the reddest part was literally in like the center circle, which at least like. That's a little positive means like Austria was moving up and, and uh, you know, he was able to move up, but like, ah, just thankfully we, uh, we avoided a landmine there. Although like, do you think you wouldn't play him again in the next slate? Um, like he still, I think they, they had, he took all four of their corners anyway. So like, it's not yeah. like the set pieces were gone, but man, that open play value is just dead. It really is. I mean, he, I would hope we get some clarity um, <laughs> before the next plate. Um, I mean, they were giving 
the commentators, you know, and people on Twitter, everyone, they just kept talking about Alaba. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be a talking point, like where he was playing. So, I don't know. I think hopefully we'll know. Um, or maybe just maybe his price won't be so low on the next slate. Or mm-hmm. maybe, I don't know who they're playing, but maybe they have a bad matchup. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. But it's not going to be fun. At least he got there for us because I don't think – I don't think we deserve to lose playing Alaba today. That was a bit unlucky. I think uh, the way that this is going to work out is that he's going to continue playing center back, but he's going to continue getting there. And so we're going to have to just decide. If yeah, we and I think take too, the there's, a, there's a good chance that he'll play multiple positions sometimes. I don't know, depending on who gets subbed and just depending on how the game goes. So I don't know. It's going to be one of those situations. We'll, uh, we'll have to figure it out. Um, mm-hmm. This Monday slate, we were saying, is is really rough. Um, I think the the easy thing about it is if you are looking at it and you're just like, so we've got Spain, the biggest favorite against Sweden, Poland's favorite against Slovakia, and then Scotland is a small favorite against the Czech Republic. Um, you look at that and you're like, all right, well, then I, I just want to play a lot of Spain. Um but Spain is like traditionally just not a great, at least from a cash perspective, um, it's just not a great peripheral situation because they. it seems that 10 of their 11 starters, so not their goalie, could possibly take set pieces. Uh, Sergio Ramos isn't here, so we have, we're guessing on penalties as well. And, uh, and they're the late game, and, and they have a number of guys who could start. And so um, how are you feeling about Spain? Yeah, I mean, b- biggest favorite on the slate. I, gr- I agree with everything you said, though. Normally, this Spain team, at least for DFS, we try to avoid them. I mean, like you said, they don't really get peripherals. Um, we don't really know who's going to be on their sets. They've, they've had a lot of guys take them. Um, their skill players and attackers seem to get subbed a lot. Um, <laughs> it's- yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, uh, I think, yeah, for cash, I was going to, you know, they're, they're such a big favorite. It's, it seems like it's still a good idea to have some. Who that is, I'm not really sure. Them being the last game, you might, might be smart to just leave a, a couple spots open. Um, yeah. It, um, you know, I was thinking too, if, if the rest of the slate, like if, if there aren't like, you know, amazing plays that you're missing out on it might not be so bad. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, both of those other games could end scoreless. Uh, I mean, I don't think anybody would be shocked. Um, We obviously have, we'll get into forwards in a second, but we obviously have Robert Lewandowski on the slate. Um, Poland Lewandowski is not Bayern Munich Lewandowski. And it's less about him and more about all of the guys around him are just, I mean, when you play for like a top three club in the world and your country is not a top three uh, you know, footballing country, then obviously it's going to be a little different. Um, so yeah, like if that one was, I mean, looking at the totals and we're going to say this pretty, pretty much on every slate, like the totals are low. Uh, Spain has the highest one, but, um, and it's mostly because of them, not because of Sweden. So yeah, I think you could probably, you could, there's definitely a path to like avoiding all the landmines in, in the first two games. And then, you know, hopefully getting enough out of the Spanish ones. I want to add to the the ridiculousness of the Spanish options that uh, Marcos Llorente, who was like 
basically the best player in La Liga this year, not named Lionel Messi. Maybe he was better than Messi. Uh, like pay, plays right back for them. Uh, so like it's <laughs> you're taking a guy who was like awesome in on a team that like really doesn't attack much with Atletico Madrid, and and now he plays as like a fullback, which is just like just Spain like sprinkling salt in the wound. Yeah, um, Spain. Spain's gonna be tough. So just re- real quick about about Lewandowski. Lewandowski. Will anyone play him in cash? Um, So the, yes, because like he gets played in, in Bundesliga cash and in Champions League cash. And I think that's enough for some people to be like, okay, uh, I know that guy. And uh, he, I think he has the highest anytime goal scorer odds on the slate. Um, Yeah, he does. They're not great, but he's the top uh, obviously he's mm-hmm. the most expensive guy on the slate um because he i mean he does he's poland's guy but uh i will the 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 hardest part is that looking at Lewandowski and be like i'm not going to play him you just be like let me just play the spain guys but we just talked about how much of a mess they are so i i i do think uh Lewandowski will be popular i think he'll be much less popular in higher stakes cash than lower stakes cash Okay, yeah, that that's about what I was thinking. Yeah, because it, it, there's there's not, you know, obvious other places to spend. You know, the the, the Spain guys are expensive, but you don't necessarily know who's going to start or if you even want to play their their ex, their most expensive players in cash, for instance. So, yeah, Lewandowski will probably be owned at least a yeah. little bit. I I think I mean just looking at the at the forward options, like I think. The reasonable, the most reasonable option for Spain as a forward is Ferran Torres because he plays on the wing and is like more of a winger than if they play, you know, who they play up there too is such a mess. Like I've seen a dozen uh, projected lineups that are all different. Uh, I think it's generally thought that Murata will start. And then, you know, it's like Torres and Moreno, Moreno and Murata starting together seems a little weird, but that's actually like the most consistent one I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all I've over the place. Almo, I'm not quite sure. Almo like, in there, maybe. Who? I've seen maybe some lineups that have Almo. Yeah, yep. I've seen Almo up there as well. Um, and so, I mean, the, the, the harder part with Almo is that he's not forward eligible. And so, um, you know, you can't even fill a forward spot. Like I think filling forward spots is going to be really hard on this slate, especially when, if you're in that mode of like, I'm not going to play Lewandowski, then it's like, well, you're now looking at uh, either another Polish forward who is just as goal dependent as Lewandowski, but is significantly less likely to score a goal or, and you, or you just start moving to the other goal dependent guys. Like there's, there's really no good floor forward on this slate, like zero. Yeah. Um, I agree with you about Torres from Spain. I mean, he, he looks like, I guess the most appealing of the Spain forwards. Um, yeah, if you, if you, if besides Spain and, and Lewandowski, I mean, who, who sticks out for you? Or if no one does, who, I don't know, who looks the best? Yeah. So, like, um, it seems weird to, like, I don't think I'm playing anyone from Spain. I mean, excuse me, from Sweden because of Spain. Um, it's less that I don't think, like, I don't think 
Spain is like this Loctite defense, but they just hold the ball so much that I just don't think Sweden has the ball enough to to get any peripherals. And so I kind of throw them out. And if I'm not playing Lewandowski, that leaves, you know, Slovakia, Czech Republic, and Scotland, all of which are projected for quite low scores. But like, I guess Patrick Schick could be an option. Like I kind of like the Czech Republic against Scotland. Like I think we have to worry a little bit about Scotland that they like, they're not that good, but they have a lot of recognizable guys that we have played in DFS. Um, mm-hmm. But as a team, as a national team, they haven't been that great, but right. like similar to when I wanted to play a bunch of Wales guys because they have named players <laughs> only to find out that they're just not very good. Uh, <laughs> I think it might be along those lines, but that, that I'm not saying that I'm not going to play any Scotland guys. In fact, right. I think there's one that might be close to a lock. Uh, I think but, so too. Yeah. But yeah, forward, like, I think like if you went on this slate and just took the two cheapest forwards, uh, you go the Jordan Cooper dinky do like, I don't think that's a bad play because I, there's no forward that like really sticks out other than Lewandowski and, I, I think you're, you might be better off using that salary elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Like he's uh, got to score probably twice for you to really get killed on that, mm-hmm. which he could, yeah. but I, I agree. Um, I also agree about not playing Sweden. Just you're right. I don't, just don't think there's really a need to play them uh, going against Spain in the last game. Probably not going to see much possession. Like you said, Patrick Schick, uh, yeah, he was one of the ones I was thinking about. Really, the only other one that I was going to bring up was Robert Mack. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're underdogs. Uh, his, he's, his, his price is okay. He's prob- He's got half of the set pieces. Um, I checked the recent qualifiers and competitive games for Slovakia. He was getting subbed off in most of them, but yeah, <laughs> um, there aren't any great plays, so that he doesn't seem terrible. <laughs> I think that's a that's the right way to to look at it. Um, he's not terrible. Uh, do you think? I mean, I guess it's possible that he gets. Do you think he takes all of them if Hamshik's not fit enough to start? Um. I mean, maybe they don't even win that many. I mean, Poland's oh, fine. Yeah, the, like, yeah. Great, though. yeah, you're right. There's, there's, there's a good chance he takes all of them. I didn't, I didn't see that. Yeah. Um, I feel like Hamšík's just always kind of banged up. Like, I'm, I, I, he, I mean, maybe he starts. It's not like any of these games are less important than another. So, um, yeah, yeah. No, I like that. Mac- a, you're right. There's a chance. Uh, there's a chance he could have uh, a majority. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like if you play Mac and a Spanish forward of your choice, I guess the only, the only thing you have to watch out for with Spain is that uh, you basically have to roster Moreno salary wise. And they just hope that, or, you know, you have a two V two somewhere that you can switch off because you don't want to be, you don't want to take the cheapest one that's expected to start. And then it turns out that it's, you know, Moreno, Murata, and Olmo, and you you only have money for Ferran Torres because you're kind of dead mm-hmm. at that point playing, mm-hmm. you know, Marcus mm-hmm. Burke or something. So maybe uh, forward's a spot to come back to after 
I mean, at least get the guys we kind of want to play in there <laughs> from other right. positions. Um, Is what? Yeah, I mean, uh, look at the other positions maybe and see who we actually want to play and then worry about filling in the rest of the lineup. That's, yeah, so uh, Zelinsky was like the first guy that I looked at when I was like, I, I don't want to play Lewandowski. Like Zelinsky should be taking most – if not all of Poland set pieces. So he's like, he, was, he seems like pretty much a lock on this slate, right? Yeah. I think he's yeah. going to be really, really popular in cash and he should be. And we've said this three days in a, or two days in a row. And one of them turned out to be a center back, but we shouldn't have to worry about that with, with Zelensky at least. No, he, he's one of their best players. They're, they're for sure going to play him. Uh, the, there's a, he's going to play in the midfield. There's a chance he has all of their sets depending yeah. on who starts. Um, yeah, definitely the best midfield play, especially from a from a cash perspective. Yeah, and then obviously Lewandowski will have their penalties, but um, yeah, Zelensky should have the corners. Um, right, yeah, yeah. How deep do you think you go with Poland if you don't play Lewandowski? Like, do you try to load up? I mean, it's not like they're huge favorites, but they're favored at least. Um, are we talking just for cash or just in general? No, w general, sure. Okay, yeah. Um, you know, they're the second biggest favorite, so I think you can play more guys. Uh, yeah. It depends who starts, but I know he's been in, he's not in the in the Rotowire one, but I've seen him in some other lineups. Joeyak for 4,300 would be okay. Mm -hmm. um, he's taken some set pieces recently. Not even that that really matters. Um, but, yeah, um, that that other forward, they have another forward. I don't really know anything about him, but oh, sorry, we're at midfield. Um, That's all right. Yeah, no, no, midfield though. I don't know. Like <laughs> this slate's so tough. Like you, I don't know if you need to take chances on like I guess cheaper guys in order to get like what are you going to do with that salary? I guess, but I guess if you want to spend up at, for the forwards you might have to pay down at midfield it seemed i don't know a guy like motor he seems okay um i remember i i watched one poland game i'll have to check like where he's been playing but he was getting forward quite a bit in the game that i watched i'm not sure um if that's still going to be the case yeah i don't know what about you was is there anyone else from poland you're considering i, I had this weird thought that like I, like I definitely wanted Zelensky. Um, oh, I see uh, our guy from Leeds down there. Yeah, click. Yeah, Chase Click. Um, I love playing him when he's at Leeds. And yeah, uh, thirty-two hundred too. Yeah, I think um, like it, that price is perfect to just like throw him in if you need it. Like I um, yeah, I don't know if the, Calvin Phillips like just dominating that game today makes me think just more highly of everyone who plays for Leeds, but um, at 3,200 for a favorite for, I mean, part of the click thing in uh, for Leeds is that like he sporadically had set pieces and he had penalties at one point. Um, but, and he obviously, he definitely will not have that for Poland, but um, you know, if you could, he, he could, you know, tackle and foul his way to, to 10 points. I think like, that's not insane. No, 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 definitely. And it seems like, you know, Lewandowski being 1,200, it definitely makes sense to play him with a 3K guy. 
Um, so that totally makes sense. Click, yeah, um, you can get Lewandowski easier if you play a min price guy. And with, you know, with with so many midfielders, I mean, with not many midfielders on this slate that you really want to play and not many like projected to score a lot of points, like those 3K guys, who know, you know, he, they can score as much as some of the mid price guys on, on this slate. So no, it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, I, I will probably stay away from the Spanish midfielders, like whoever they play, they could play so many guys there. Um, Llorente is a midfielder on the slate. He'll play, uh, most likely play as a right back, but like, I don't, I don't think you're going to get a ton of points out of like whoever is in there, Rodri or Coke or Tiago or um, Pedri or, you know, like I, if, if you want to try to get a hundred accurate passes, then I think you can go with those guys. But like the upside seems so minimal and the floor itself, the floors aren't even that high. So like, I'm not sure why other than the fact that they're the biggest favorite, I, I find myself looking at a few guys from this Scotland Czech Republic game, which, uh, worries me slightly since the total is so low. Yeah. Okay. The the one thing, just Koke. Um, do you think that he's not going to have any set pieces? He could. Um, because, I mean, for five k on this slate. Okay. So I'm looking. I have the qualifier up. The most recent qualifier that they played. Um, on March 31st against Kosovo, they took nine corners. Koke took all nine. Um, their other qualifier before, a few days before that, I think, let me just check quick. Yeah, I I mean. Like, is, is it worth, I mean, 5K, he seems all right on this slate if he's going to have some set pieces. Um, yeah, I I think the problem you have is that he might I don't not, think he might not have set pieces. It well, he might not have set pieces, and like Koke not starting is also possible. Like definitely. And, and um, so it's like if I'm relying on Koke, I'm a relying on Koke starting, and b relying on him having set pieces. Like, um, I, if I if I'm wrong, and now I'm like now I have to go play Rodri uh, or Tiago. I guess. Tiago's taken before, although he's 6,000. So he's like, I can't even get to, to Tiago. So like, right. I don't um, know. It just seems a little dangerous to me. It definitely seems dangerous. I wouldn't do it uh, without other Spain players right. to, to be able to make some, some switches. Yeah. Like if you, if you had um, basically, if you play Moreno and Coke, because uh, Moreno's the most expensive forward. Then if you go from Moreno to Ferran Torres, then you can probably get to Tiago or or whoever else is starting in the midfield. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can get to uh Urente is uh oh, 72. That's a little too much, but it, it bothers me that like I can't play Urente because I like him so much, but it's just Yeah, I'm a big fan too, but I, I, I don't I don't know why they haven't right. Yeah. Any, yeah. anyway. <laughs> um so the who are you expecting on these Czech Republic sets, Dorita or Janko? Yeah, um, I'm expecting them to split. Yeah, um, they've been splitting almost evenly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see why they wouldn't continue to. Right. Um, yeah. 
but what, what do you think about about them? It, it seems like you might have to play one of them in cash. It, I think you end up having to play one of them. Like the fact that they're both basically priced in the same range range as uh, Zielinski, which we know he will like his path to a monopoly is much shorter than either of those guys. Like one of those guys has to not start for us to even think about a monopoly. And so it's like, I'm paying for like 400 less for half set pieces against Scotland for, you know, in a game, I guess, you know, in Poland's favor. So it's like, we're getting these like 65 to 7,000 set piece takers that haven't really been great. And now I'm like, Oh, this one's actually just a split situation, but I'm not getting any discount on it. Um, uh, yeah, just, just, I agree with you. Uh, j- just between though, I was looking at those guys just for cash and Dorita, he's basically played 90 minutes in all the qualifiers and, and nation's league games are at least high eighties. Um, and Jonko, he was playing in the seventies most games. So for, for cash, I think I'd lean towards Dorita for GPP. I, I'd probably go the other way. Um, Jonko will probably be a little less popular. And I think he's just like a better, a little bit like more exciting player, you know, more, more liable to come up with a, a good goal or, or something like that. So he, he's, he'd probably be who I'd go to in tournaments. I mean, it seems like the open play value should be a little better playing on the wing. It just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So do you touch the... I mean, I don't want to skip the Scotland situation, but like it seems like Andrew Robertson's probably taking their set pieces. Yeah. But like... Uh- we have a long history in the Premier League of Ryan Frazier just bombing crosses in. Um, is he doing anything for you? Oh, I don't think so. I mean, well, I shouldn't say that. He Scotland is not like a team that I've normally targeted or would want to target. But in this spot, like, yeah, I think – you know that we don't Spain doesn't get many peripherals we don't want to play Sweden Slovakia is a bigger underdog we already talked about Poland it doesn't leave much so I mean if Scotland's <laughs> gonna win then their players might end up some of the best plays you're right Frazier Frazier is good for DFS when the when the game environment's right for him so yeah I yeah, I, I, I definitely think he's in play um these other Scotland guys, I mean, you know, take your pick. Like, like you said, Rob, Robertson's going to have almost all the sets, maybe all of them. So these yeah. other guys are just, I don't know, you're just gambling for them to get involved with the goal, I guess. Or um, Frazier, yeah, is probably the one I'd have the most interest in. Is there anyone, anyone else that sticks out to you? Um, McGinn had like a pretty good qualifying. Um, he's not like a Frazier crosser. So he probably. Like, I That's think okay though. No, you're right. I, I, I almost mentioned McGinn. He's okay. You're like, he's okay. Yeah. But he, he's going to play 90 minutes. I mean, he scored a bicycle kick uh, a couple, a couple of qualifying rounds ago. I mean, yeah, I think he's fine. He He's yeah. fine. Um. Do you pair either of them with Che Adams if you're playing GPP? Yeah, I think so. I mean, 
Yeah. Um, there might not be a lot of goals on this slate. Um, no. <laughs> so really, like, Che, che has – a good chance to score one of them. Um, so yeah, I definitely think you can do that. Um, I think on slates like this, when, I don't know, it feels like ownership will be spread around. Um, or like they're, you know, you're, you're not really giving up much by playing, I guess, some of the guys that maybe you don't want to play or wouldn't normally play, but yeah, guys with upside like that, they might be even better plays if they're, if they're maybe not going to be owned as much as, as they should. So yeah, I, I like guys like that. Um, Jay can score two goals and break the slate. Right. And I mean, in a, in one that we have nobody else to play, at least at forward, like I think, like if you right. play at him, I think at it's forward fun. too. At least at forward, like he might even have, you know, more, he might even get more floor points than the guys you're trying to get floor points from, you, right. you know, you just don't know. Yeah. There's, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just don't like go trying to pay down at midfield. I feel like nobody really jumped out at me. Um, like I, I don't want to have to play, pay 3,800 for Scott McTominay, you know, like it's, it's, that's the kind of slate where like, you go down. I guess we we saw click. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm laughing because he like if you were if you were to force me to bring someone up, like I was considering McTominay as well. You're right. You don't want to have to do that, but no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I, I guess the way that I look at the the cheaper guys, like if if I'm looking at McTominay, like I'm going to compare all of them to click, and if the thing I'm going to keep going back to is like, which one of these guys plays with Robert Lewandowski and clicks the only one I'm looking at. And so like, if I'm not going to play Lewandowski, then maybe I just get a nice bailout assist from click. If I'm paying down at midfield. Um, yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like there are midfielders to play. I think there's a little bit of an opportunity cost situation with paying down for click, but it's not like you, you like if you play click and don't play Lewandowski, then I'm not sure why you're playing click. Right, that's a good point. Um, he lets you afford Lewandowski if you want right. him. You're, they, they're kind of like a package deal. Right, right. And, you know, they at least have correlation of being on the same team. <laughs> it's right. not like a total, yeah. like, uh, total nothing. No, you can definitely see Click assisting to Lewandowski. Yeah, yep, for sure. Um, and safe to assume that the we're not playing anybody for Sweden also carries over to the midfielders. Like, yeah. I'm not... Forsberg and Larson, I think, are for cash at least, are the ones you would we'll, we'll look at on another slate, but not not against Spain. Totally agree. Don't think you need to play Sweden. Not on this slate. Okay. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So we talked about uh, Robertson He's 5,800. Uh, he's the third most expensive um, defender, although I think only Jordi Alba's above him in terms of expected starters. Uh, we should note that Kieran Tierney plays center back in a back three for Scotland and won't have any sets because uh, Robertson does. It takes them all. If they play a back four, um, we'll probably see Robertson play as like a true midfield winger. So like Tierney is just a zero to me on this one and 5,500 yeah. just yeah. solidifies. I don't have to play him. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Um, Tierney expected to line up in a back three. Um, Robertson, there's a chance he could play midfield either way. He'll be advanced. Yeah. It just seems like a great play. Uh, Tierney, you might see he had three assists in, in uh, Scotland's, either most recent or second most recent qualifier. Um, he was playing high up in midfield in some of those games too. So don't, don't let those stats think that that's what he's going to do in this game. If he most likely lines up in a back three, yeah, 5,500, no to Tierney. Yeah. Um, it does seem like there are some uh, premier league stats that dripped into the pricing algorithm because like um, not that, Vladimir Kufal is like a bad play for the Czech Republic, but 5,400 feels like a West Ham price than, um, than Czech Republic. Augustinsen like, uh, was awesome in the world cup for DFS floors. But again, against Spain, I'm not sure I'm paying up there. Like, I think, um, yeah, Robertson's definitely the pay up guy. And I mean, we have other options. I'm just not sure I have to like really, um, prioritize anyone else no you're right um augustinson he he was a good play on a lot of the recent bundesliga slates mm -hmm. to this year but not not for sweden you're right the the price doesn't make sense for the game against spain same with kufa i don't know where do you look so, for defense where do i look from here um there is this guy, this 3,200 guy on Slovakia or on, yeah, he's going to start at fullback, uh, Hubakan. Yep. I mean, he seems okay. Um, I just went all the way down. <laughs> um, I, think, I think the easiest way to describe him is just what you said. He's 3,200 and he's going to start out wide for Slovakia. It could be, it, I don't think you can make any other argument for or against him. Right. I don't either. If you played, um, if you played Raitala on the first slate, you saw that he finished with negative points until the clean sheet kicked in. <laughs> so it reminds me of one of those plays. <laughs> uh, except, oh, I guess he was the underdog too. That's right. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that's fair. I mean, um, I think, yeah. Um, but, is there anyone else you're looking at? I didn't really look too closely at this mid-range yet. I'm looking at it right now. I mean, I, I, I think you have to consider the Poland guys just because um, they're favored. So, you know, Ribas or uh, 
who do we have? Berzinski. Berzinski. Yeah. Um, like, I don't think, I think they're fine. Um, but there's nobody I'm like running. Like I'm, I certainly will not play Jordi Alba. I know that much. Um, I like floor wise, he's just awful. That doesn't mean, I think he's got decent upside for GPPs, but like I'm out on Jordi Alba every time there's a Barcelona slate too. So, um, He's just yeah, always so expensive. I would say, yeah, definitely. No need for cash. Yeah, GPP. Um, he, yeah, too expensive and too, you're right, too risky. We see so many games with Alba, no floor. Um, then games he shows up with goals and, and, yeah. and is playing really high up the pitch. I don't know. Um the Spain team is tough to predict and they, they switch it up and do different things. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think you need to pay 6,300 for Al for Alba. Yeah. Um, this I'm just O'Donnell for Scotland. I see he's, he's in the, he's in the projected lineup. He's in the other lineup I'm looking at playing on opposite to Robertson. Yeah. It doesn't seem terrible. Yeah, forty six hundred is not so bad. I just mean if he's you know the same price as the Poland guys and playing playing in a more attacking position. Yep. I guess I guess you could consider. Um, yeah, I um, just I think we said it like Robertson sticks out and that's about it. Um, I think if you just you know if you just want to go all the way down and get a center back on a favorite if they're even that cheap, then I think that's fine. Um, yeah. Like uh Glick from Poland is 2,900. That's pretty cheap. Like at least you're not paying up for a favored center back. And um, you know, he's around on set pieces. So that mm -hmm. sometimes is good enough for people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, like how often are you playing center backs in, in GPPs that like, do you go out okay. of your way to pick them or no? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, it's definitely slate dependent on, you know, the old the old thing people would always say, like, you know, it's a center back, play him in a GPP or, you know, GPP only, or, you know, th that's where you punt the, the center backs. You know, for the longest time, my strategy was the exact opposite. I would try to never punt center backs. Um, usually... This, this slate's not like that, but on a lot of slates, there's two or three defenders that are like clearly the best plays. And I like to try to get a big head start on all the lineups that punt defender by having my two defender positions score double digits. And I'll catch up by playing cheaper forwards who a lot of times are better plays anyway than the expensive chalk that people's people play. So it, it doesn't really hurt your lineup. Um, so no, I don't usually like to play center back, but there's, there's exceptions too. those slates we saw for city when Laporte's 2,700 Diaz yeah. is 2,900. Anytime a team with good clean sheet odds has three K center backs, I'm definitely going to play them. Um, and then anytime you have like a lot of expensive guys you want to afford, if, if there's a reason to play the center backs, like if you're going to use that money for something, then absolutely on this slate. I don't really know why you need money, but also there's not many good defenders. So 
yeah, that means you can take a shot on him too because the opportunity cost probably isn't going to be as good because you're not going to get smashed at defender by you know people scoring 30 points combined in their defender spots, which which happens on you know the slates when we have Alexander Arnold, Robertson, Luca Dean, you know guys like that. Um, for this slate, yeah, I mean I think for GPPs, of course you can do it because goals from a low owned center back, very yeah. nice. Yeah, to answer your question. When, there, when there's defenders I like to play, no, I don't like to punt center backs. Uh, and that's for, for tournaments, which might be the opposite of, of the way some people think about it. I, I remember that was like one of the first things you told me, that you thought people play punt defenders too much uh, in tournaments. Yeah, I mean, for the longest time, I think, I think that's where like a lot of my edge came from. Um, you can just... And like, here we are giving it away. Yeah, but it's, it's such a head start on your lineups. Um, I, I could really go into this, but like it's very hard to make up that differential. And a lot of times, like I'm not even losing anything by doing it because, like I said, you play the cheaper forwards, um, which a lot of times are like better plays anyway. Um, on slates where like, you know, I hear people say like, oh, you can't spend up in this spot. You can't spend up in this spot. Maybe it's goalie, maybe it's defender. Like those are spots where I try to spend up because I think you can spend up in those spots. Um, yeah, I'll get I, I'll get more into it when I see like different examples. But you're right. That's that's how I like to play GPPs. Okay. Um, speaking of spending up on goalies, are you going to spend up on anyone on this one? May, you know, maybe actually. Um, Hello. is it so bad? Is it so bad to pay up for De Gea here? I was, I was waiting to ask you this. Um, is it definitely De Gea too? No. Um, I've seen, uh, like I've seen a number of, uh, projected lineups with, uh, other people. Yeah. Wh whoever it is. I whoever mean, whoever it is. Is um, it worth paying up for the Spain keeper here? <laughs> uh, I think it's fine. Like, I think if you're paying up for one, that's the one to pay up for. Um, like, I think, I'm trying to think if this is 53% clean sheet odds, almost 54. It might have been the highest we've seen so far. Um, I can't remember what Italy was on Friday. Um, but, yeah, I think I think it's reasonable. I, like, I think if you're paying up for one, he's the one to pay up for. Like, if if you're, you know, if you're looking at that, Scotland Czech Republic game. Uh, I'm not sure there's that big of a difference between, um, you know, Vaklik and, and Marshall, uh, even salary wise, they're only 200 apart. Um, and that game can go either way. So like whoever the Spain keeper is, is definitely has the easiest path to 10 points. I'll put it that way. Right. So like normally I just go to spend down right away. Um, and it, but if you spend down on the, like, you need to use that money for something. So like, what am I using, you know, 2004 on this slate, I guess. Um, like that's when, I, that's when I like to spend on keeper if you're not like missing that money somewhere else. So like if I, obviously if you're going to play Lewandowski, then you probably won't be able to play the Spanish keeper. But if you don't, I mean, again, that, when if you can get a differential like in the goalie spot where you know you're pretty sure Spain's going to win, we don't like Sweden. Spain get the clean sheet, and you know the other goalies don't like that's it's such that 
it's hard to catch up from, you know, yeah. uh, when when one player at the position outscores the other ones, you know, considerably. Yeah, now it's goalie, so that usually doesn't happen. But I was even just more talking about from like a cash thing. It seems like it's it seems like it might be a slate to where you can pay up. Well, I th I think the easiest way to look at it is uh, who are the guys who are most likely to get to ten points? And on yeah. this slate, we just don't think there are that many of them. Like we think it's probably Zelensky and Robertson from a floor perspective. Uh, Lewandowski has the best, um, anytime goal scorer odds. Uh, he is literally like more than double the price of De Gea or, uh, Unai S Simon or Simone or however yeah. he's going to pronounce it. Yeah. Um, so like per dollar, they fit in pretty well and like 53% clean sheet odds are better than Lewandowski's, you know, uh, right. anytime goal scorer odds. So. I get it. Yeah, I, I think I hate yeah, being I mean, on a side of like, yes, you should play a goalkeeper, you spend up. But I think if you're I doing know. it, he definitely makes more sense than than uh, Chesney or or Marshall. Like, I actually I think you just hit it on the head, though. Um, we started the pod saying, you know, Spain are the biggest favorites. Who are you? want? You know, we want some Spain guys. Who are you going to get from Spain? Well, they don't have anybody who's going to score double digits on Spain. Maybe their goalie's the one to do it. I mean, yeah. You know, the other the other great part about it is he's probably playing ninety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good point. Um, I mean, we're talking about the lineup could go any which way, and if that's the case, then obviously subs can go any which way. They have five of them, and right? Exactly. Goalie's going to stay on ninety. Like a team like Spain, if 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 Spain's the most um, attractive team on this slate, but none of their players—I shouldn't say none—but yeah, like their players are going to get subbed. Their players are expensive. Their players don't necessarily get peripherals any anyway. I mean, yeah, like you said, I I don't love touting the expensive goalie, but for me on this slate, it does seem like I I wouldn't like. If, if it was a priority for you, I would say that that's fine. I definitely understand that. Yeah, no, I think um, I think that's exactly right. That that there are there are times where spending up at goalie makes sense, and I think this is one of those slates, which all but guarantees some sort of Sweden goal somehow. But some, like like the goal, um, I just I played the I played Austria's keeper and everything today. Like like one of those goals that, that they gave up. Right, exactly. Just like that. Um, mm -hmm. He got the win at least. Yeah, yeah. He oh, okay. I can't complain too much. He he <laughs> outscored some of the other keepers so far. Right, right. We just have that dumb Pickford fourteen or whatever he had. But all right. Uh, do anyone else we didn't touch on? Um. Oh, actually, b before we go. Where where are you standing on whether like do you think you're more likely to play this uh, Huboken guy from Slovakia the the cheap full fullback from Slovakia or one of the Spanish center backs? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's like it. I think that's kind of where the like Laporte is thirty four hundred and yeah that's a good yeah I'm glad you brought that up that's a good point um like I feel like if you're gonna play 
whoever. No, I think you're right. I think I think Laporte might be a better play than that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I would probably go to one of the center backs if I'm going to go down that low. I like I like that call definitely. I mean, especially if actually it doesn't really have anything to do it with if you play the Spanish goalie or not, but it, it doesn't hurt if you do, obviously. Right. Um, right. No, I, I like that. That's a good call. Um, yeah. Biggest favorite, cheap center back. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That guy's just cheap every time he's on a slate. I don't every know. time, and I mean, I he he's got goal upside too. I mean, mm-hmm. at least as far as center backs are concerned. Yeah. Um, do you think it matters that he's never actually played for Spain? Dude, I was just thinking that. Like when you said Laporte, I had to. I stopped and quick went and looked at the lineups. Like. Yeah, he's never. never played for Spain. He's never played for Spain, huh? No, he got his uh he he switched over like two from, weeks ago. From France. Yeah, because they didn't play him. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um still like him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got something to prove. It, there it is. There it is. Gotta show France what they gave up. Uh yeah. I love nothing like a little revenge sprinkled into uh not that they're playing France, but whatever. All right. If anybody has any follow-up questions uh, for Ryan or me, you can find us in the Rotowire Discord, which is open for all subscribers. Uh, just go to rotowire.com slash chat to get in there. If you are not a Rotowire subscriber and want to try out a subscription for free for 10 days, just go to rotowire.com slash soccer trial. Uh, gets you access to the entire site as well as that uh, Discord chat. So check that out. Ryan, thank you for that. And good luck on Monday. Thanks, Andrew. Good luck, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.